This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Calendar. Let's be real. Running a household can be exhausting and chaotic. And finding the perfect Mother's Day gift, it's not exactly a no-brainer. Until now. The Skylight Calendar is the best way to organize the family and give everyone, especially mom, some peace of mind to enjoy the things that matter most. The Skylight Calendar is a smart, touchscreen calendar that keeps track of and manages the chores, dinner planning, groceries, and to-dos for the whole family. The Skylight Calendar automatically syncs each family member's digital calendars and displays them all together on one color-coded touchscreen. It even doubles as a digital picture frame, so you can finally share all those special moments that are just sitting on your phone. As a limited time offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightcal.com slash easy. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home, and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Marcus Goebel, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, a sticker, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash that story show. I'm Molly, this is that story show. That was Ollie. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I left her some guano. Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 367, brought to you the week of January 14th, 21. I tried it, and it, I don't like it. 2021. It has to be 2021. I'm your host. <laughs> I forgot. You can't talk until I let you. <laughs> I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. <laughs> I am John, and I finally can talk. Oh, thank you. I can hear you straining. Like, like should I say something? <laughs> Maybe. I, what should I do? <laughs> Ollie was so cute, but I can't I say all. Oh, I know. Let's, I want to hear him again. I'm Ollie. This is that story show. <laughs> Isn't that precious? That's what Baby Yoda sounds like when he can talk. That's except, right. Except, except there's, you know, the except Yoda. power comes out of him when he talks. Right. That's what I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I'm glad you can make it, John, and I'm I'm glad that you're able to talk now. <laughs> I never. Thank it's, you. it's kind of a chink in the armor there. I I had never thought of is this is a catch twenty two. There, I, yeah. I I may need you to speak at some point, and uh, I want to let you know you're allowed to, <laughs> even okay. before I I usher you into the podcast. <laughs> I, I always feel like maybe there's like this hidden wall. <laughs> you know, back in the old days, I think you actually kept us on mute so that yeah, uh, I did because there was a lot more mm-hmm. intro. 
and yeah. and there were two of you and and there was a lot to hold back a lot of 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 laughter and things so yeah but, but yeah now now it's just the honor system <laughs> yeah i just try to behave that's all <laughs> well you did great you did you did great uh I was you're just, saying now I can just say whatever I want. Well, I was I'm just right. saying, I, I tried to say January 14th, 21, you know, without the, the prefix right. 2021. And I don't like it. I don't think it works. It, I yeah, I think you're right. When you kind of put all those numbers together, it sounds like we're, we've gone back into the old days. Yeah. So I'm going to put 2021 back in front of there and uh, we'll just have to do that. Yeah. My son was talking about what happens. He's like, I want to be like 97 years old. And or ninety two is what he said. I want to be ninety two years old, and 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 it'll be twenty one, or it'll be two one oh oh or something like that. And he had figured all the math out in his head, and and uh, he's like, how how would we even say that? And I said, I think you'd just say twenty one, you know, oh oh or twenty one oh one twenty one hundred. And and he's like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, wow. And he was enthralled. I mean, same thing we did when it was two thousand one, right? Yeah, yeah. Same thing, but what happened in the nineties though, or or I'm sorry, the 1900s when we stopped saying it because, because ever since I was a kid, it was just 73, 76, 85, you know, 99, you know, 90, Mm. 90 class of 91. There was no 19 anything, you know? So, yeah, well, you know, when you get that late into the, uh, to the century, you just get tired of with saying the 19 stuff. I guess I, I, I hope it happens. I just don't know when the magical, you know, what is the magical year? I thought it might be 21. I thought, yeah, the twenties, 21 might be the one, but apparently as far as I'm concerned, it's not, it's not enough yet. Hmm. Maybe it's the fifties. We'll see. Right. Maybe. Yeah. The fifties revival. How will Dad gum, we we'll be old then, Dude, won't we? Yeah, we'll die. We'll be ready to uh, die in the fifties. Dad gum, but at least we'll we'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's so. what my son wasn't realizing when he was doing his little thing about being ninety. I'm like, dude, you realize you just killed me and your mom. Yeah, <laughs> we don't even care about that. And your older sister. Everybody you know is dead now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, son. Uh, All right. We always start with an opening story. This one's called Hot Install. It's uh, from Bill from Indiana. Several years ago, he says, our microwave needed replacing. It's one of the -the over-the-range style microwaves that sit directly above your stove. I have one of those. So as I was installing our new replacement unit, I placed a large bath towel over the stove surface to protect it. It's a smooth glass top stove, and my wife would be very upset with me if I were to drop any tools and damage it. You're you're a smart man. Yes, that's very wise, Bill. Yes. I found myself needing to work on the underside of the cabinet to make provision for the new replacement, and this required me to lay on my back onto the stove surface with my feet still on the floor. So I, he's a yoga instructor that. as well. So Yeah. <laughs> I call this the undercarriage of the microwave bending frog i've had to do oh. that under a sink because yeah if you don't lift your butt off the ground it hurts it hurts bad yeah <laughs> so you you have to do this this backward back bend thing where you yeah. put all the weight on your shoulders underneath the sink the wet part of, of the sink yeah under right there. <laughs> the only reason you're under the sink is because it's leaking yeah right? yeah so 
But anyway, he says, I was a few minutes into the work when I realized I was getting a little toasty and sweaty. And I gave it just a little thought, as I typically get a little toasty when I'm working on home improvement projects. It, it got my full attention, though, when it quickly escalated into something slightly more painful. I quickly got myself off the stove and grabbed the towel to reveal a red hot glowing burner oh, and a man. blast of smoke. I had somehow Whoa. managed to either bump my head or my arm onto the control knob, which turned the burner on high. Why mess around with no. low or medium? Just go straight to high. Yeah. That's the way to do That's it. Smoking quick. Surprisingly, the only damage done was a perfectly round burn mark on the towel. <laughs> Had it not been there, I probably would have been seriously injured. Thankfully, I was no worse for wear. Save a hurt eco for making such a silly mistake. Oh, and the judgmental glare from my wife for ruining a perfectly good bath towel added to my shame. <laughs> Bill, you should have just let yourself burn, hon. Dad yeah. gum it. Dad gum <laughs> it, Bill. Saved it. I can't. You, you're, you would grow back, but these towels, they, they're just, you know, they're from Meemaw. So, <laughs> <laughs> these are Meemaw's towels. These are Meemaw's towels, and they—they they don't grow on trees, Bill. Yeah, your mammal's got different ones, but Meemaw gave us these. <laughs> Meemaw, mammal. These are from Granny, Granny Meemaw. <laughs> Granny Meemaw. She's got two names. Anyway, let's rewind the week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so um, uh, my a lot of my happenings happen at restaurants. I have noticed recently. It's because mm. pretty much all I do is stay home and then go out to eat. And uh, so <laughs> the other day, my wife and I were out at uh, the steakhouse, and I asked for my favorite drink, which is um, uh, a diet coke with a little bit of grenadine. Just a little bit of yeah, grenadine. Yeah, it's like a cherry kind of flavoring. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, yeah, the like waitress stopped me and she said, "Did you know? Did you know that I heard something that ruined grenadine for me for life?" Oh no! And I was like, "No." And keep it to yourself. Please, please. just keep it to yourself is what I wanted to say, but I just said no. She said, did you know that it's actually not cherry syrup? It's actually pomegranates. And I didn't even believe it. And I looked it up online and sure enough, it's pomegranate juice. Well, why would that ruin it for? Well, because it was, it was pomegranate juice instead of cherry juice. And you know what? She kind of did ruin it because now it doesn't taste like cherry anymore to me. It tastes like pomegranates. Huh? And 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 now I have to call her and and and, and LBB. <laughs> Go do it. Yes. Of the devil. <laughs> She's an LBB, so yeah. she ruined it for me. Did you know? And I'm like, you know, no. It's probably her sole purpose in life is to ruin people's grenadine experience i think she just hated going to go get the grenadine and she's trying to train people one at a time to stop asking for grenadine and uh if you don't know what grenadine is it is a uh, syrup that is added to your drink and it makes it taste like cherry and uh but it's obviously just pomegranate i did look it up and it is true Mm. so now i've ruined it for everyone Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Your lives are ruined. 
Your grenadine dreams are over. I hate you all. No, no, I don't really. I really don't. Thanks to the waitress that just totally ruined it for everyone. Yeah, so she did kind of wreck it, but I still, I still ask for grenadine, and I pretend that it's still the same good old cherry flavoring that I've come to know and love. But it does yeah. kind of wreck it for me. It really does. And I, I don't appreciate her, and I don't think I'll ever see her again, but, you know, just let her know she's out there just being a... One of the many tools of the devil. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Well, if you ever do see her again, ask her, you know, if there's anything else she can do to ruin your life. <laughs> you want to tell me the biscuits are made by dogs in the back or something? <laughs> yeah. You know, puppy, puppy spit is mixed into the, the iced tea. I don't know. You know, it's not really. You want to know cat. something that just will ruin your life? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. So. Beef jerky's made from puppies. <laughs> well, I knew that. <laughs> I learned that the hard way. <laughs> um, oh, so anyway there there's there's my weekly update. well i'm sorry grenadine got ruined for you but yeah. uh you know if you go to the right place you can actually ask them to put cherry syrup in your i know your like soda. like if you go to uh sonic they have actual cherry right. flavor and that's where Nothing i like cherry limeade it's where i typically go but you mm. know when you're out and there's a bar in your restaurant you know you're pretty much stuck to to grenadine so yeah, but she didn't need to go all out and tell me that. You know, she's just bitter, and and it, it's like people that had Harry Potter spoiled for them, so they want to spoil it for everybody else. You know the part <sighs> I'm talking about, John? The part? No, I don't. Yeah, you know that part in the book not, with? Well, a, I'm just kidding. Not, I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I I have surprisingly been able to go spoiler free. Like I, I I'm just now going through the series. Yeah, and uh, that's why I my, wanted to mess with you. So. Yeah, okay, thank you. Like, I was surprised when I saw David Tennant on Goblet of Fire. Yes! I was he, like, and he's a bad guy, and that's not cool. Yeah, I know. He's a good bad guy, but... Yeah, he was great. He's yeah. not a good guy, but he's a good... He was all teeth. A good bad guy. Yeah, and looking like a snake dude. Yes, was, yeah, looking that tongue. Slytherin. Yeah. It was bad, and, bad yeah. news. Uh, so you're not reading the books, though. You're watching the movies. Right, yeah, I'm too... I'm too Dude, you don't know what you're missing. You don't know what you're missing. Yeah, those pages turn themselves, man. It's magic. Well, that was one of the things that Johnny got for his for Christmas is is the complete series. Yeah, and um, he loves them. And so, like, if I have a question about something, I'll say, "Hey, what 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 were they thinking there? What what was that all about? Why did they say that? Or why they do that?" So. I kind of feel like I got an inside, you know, without having to read the books. I know, but it's it, it, there is it is true that the adaptation is very well done. Okay, yeah. But like the worst movie, in my opinion, is the third one. Okay, oh, and it's okay. the best. It's one of the best books. And oh. so you're you're cheating yourself. What's the What's the third one? The I- third one is when Wormtail comes into the picture and all that. Oh, he's the, he's the, he's, uh, what's I'm trying not Mouse. to, I'm, yeah, I'm trying not to ruin anything. Yeah. yeah. Because there's so many twists in that, that movie and they handle oh, it so the well. Yeah. Azkaban. Yeah. They yeah. handle it so well in the, in the book and it's just kind of thrown together in the movie. So really? Yeah. I thought that was a fun one to watch. So yeah. now I have to read the book. Doggone it. Yes. I just finished Frankenstein. 
I, I read Mary Frankenstein. Yeah. And it is nothing oh, wow. at all like the Universal Pictures version of Frankenstein. It is crazy dark and awesome. So hmm. it's good. Mary Riley or Mary Shelley? Mary Shelley. Remember. Mary Shelley. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was really well done. Cool. I feel like they did an adaptation of that. Yeah, there was. It was called Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Oh, really? I'll have to check yeah. it out. Because I think it actually had. Because uh, the monsters, the monsters, all intelligent, and he speaks and stuff. Yeah. and he has a story to tell, and and it kind of yeah. leaves it ambiguous whether Frankenstein's the bad guy, or is the monster really the bad guy, or is the monster the the one that was put upon, and and is Frankenstein really the bad guy? It's it's really well done. It was great. A good read. Mm, cool. So, anyway, that's my weekly update part two. Well, part two. Well, I just have part one for mine, and uh, I'm kind of embarrassed by that. Uh, by this, but um, I'm going to blame it on my kids. Okay. So um, after church on Wednesday, you know, we're always like some of the last people to leave because you know you work for the church. You got to make sure the doors are right closed and things are turned off and all that good stuff. And um, so we're up here in the break room upstairs, and um, I, anytime I coil cables or touch anything, I always feel the need to wash my hands. So I bet. We all went to the to the to the break room, and and our break room is on a hallway. Um, and then on off that hallway there are other offices. So the break room is there, kind of on the interior of the building, and the offices are kind of line the outside of the building. But you know, it's just a typical you know, hallway like you have in your house where it's not a whole lot of space. Um, but I was in the break room and, and a couple of the, the office doors were open and I wasn't paying attention. I was washing my hands and getting them nice and clean. And um, I had to break wind. Oh, and, uh, I was going to say that my son had to break wind, but it doesn't, uh, it, it's not true. It was me. <laughs> and so I just did it, you know, <laughs> and you know, that line from elf when, um, when he belches really loud and long and he goes, did you hear that? <laughs> so a lot of times whenever I'll burp or, you know, fart, uh, I'll, I'll say, I'll say that. I said, did you hear that? <laughs> and so, and it wasn't like a huge one, but anyways, you know, I'm washing my hands, let one rip. And I, and I say, Hey, did you hear that? And, and John's like, somebody's in the office. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> and I thought he was just, you know, messing with me. But then I look over and I see behind the door, there's these feet sticking out. Oh. And I'm like, I just try to, you know, because you can't all of a sudden get quiet because then, it, you know, right. the other person knows that you know that they know. <laughs> and so I just kind of kept talking and I blamed it on them and, you know, just kept going with life and <laughs> pretending like I didn't know there was anybody there because actually it wasn't me that did that anyways. Right, and, right. Of course, one of the boys, because it's more ex expected. That yeah, one of the kids would do it. You know, the sixteen-year-old or the the twelve-year, eleven-year-old. Hours. Anyway, so I just love how you still think you have to cover up the fact that you're a fart boy. You know, uh, you've, yeah. you've been this your whole life. Everyone that knows you has to know. It just seems so wrong, you know, for, <laughs> for people to think of me like that because I'm I'm a mature, you know. 45 year old man except in one way except in one way that the sound of toots is the funniest <laughs> thing in the world and 
I just can't get around it. We got a review the other day. I, I, I didn't even want to share it because I was like, John's going to take this so personal if I, oh, great. If I share it. But it was a four-star review, and she said, I would rate it five stars, except I'm a grown woman, Aww. a mature grown woman, and I do not like fart jokes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I can, I can, I can. I no, can understand that. No, and I can no, don't worry that. about it though. It was it was just one person and she's still listening, so she she can handle it. She's a well, she's a mature yes. young lady. She is, and out of respect, I, I want to apologize for the fart jokes. <laughs> and I and I hope maybe one day I too will be mature and <laughs> not laugh at such juvenile things, but man, it's just so difficult. <laughs> One day. Oh, one day. We got some listener email. Stephanie from Virginia says, hello, James and John. So recently I've been going to the beginning of the show and listening to some of the earliest episodes. Well, the hallelujah episode was on my mind and that's how this story came about. So I recently got a Bible app on my phone that has audio so I can listen to it. And well, I have an iPhone, so almost every app you get has little emojis that you can get in your iMessage. So I was sending a text to one of my brothers and I pulled up the emojis from the Bible app and there were like six of them that said hallelujah, but they were in all caps. So it said hallelujah. Well, (laughs) I looked at it and I was like, hey, they must listen to that story show because they put J's in all their hallelujahs. <laughs> and then I realized that all the hallelujahs have J's in them. So I was a bit disappointed to realize that this random Bible app probably didn't listen to the world's best podcast. And Aww. I was also disappointed in myself because I have graduated high school. I went to college. <laughs> and for a split second, I forgot that all hallelujahs have J's in them. <laughs> Anyway, I thought you guys would get a kick out of that. Love your show. Yes. Keep up the good work. Stephanie from Virginia. And I could PS, I couldn't leave out the famous words that would be uh in that should be in every email you get. Hope it makes it on the show. Yeah. So Yeah. There we, go. we got it. It's it's worth it and and I always look forward to hearing that bell ring. <laughs> Angels getting their wings. That's, get their wings. That's right. We want to thank <laughs> some new patrons. Uh, Rachel Zeiss, which is a name that's familiar to me for some reason. I feel it's like a it's cool a name, name from the past. Nice. Just became a $5 a month patron. And Jay Gould just became a $10 a month patron. Whoa. Thank you well, guys th- so much. Yes, both of you. Thank you. My hat comes off. You guys rock. And we appreciate it. If you'd like to become a patron, you can do so. Go to patreon.com slash that story show and uh, sign up for a monthly, you know, uh, gift and you become part of the club and you get cool stuff and bonus content. And it's really fun. So you should do it. Do it. Yeah, you should do Do it. it. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. All right, uh, we got some iTunes reviews brought to you by mypodcastreviews.com. Great podcast, says Chuck Norris Fan One. I just love the real life stories and the voices and the sound effects. Running a YouTube channel, I know y'all work hard in this con- to get this content out and edit it. And I have had many funny stories, so I might send a few in. Keep up the great work. Well, Chuck, I hope you do send in some stories, and I hope yeah. you're uh, doing well on your uh, YouTube channel. I couldn't yeah. imagine how much work that is. Because mm. 
Man. Well, the truth is, James does all the work. I just show up and talk. That's that's not quite true. Um, he has Mostly a job true. where he has to remind me to hit record. Yeah. And it's well, one of the most important jobs in the world because if we don't hit record, it doesn't matter how much work I do. We have no audio to do it to. <laughs> so. But we have a good time talking, though. Yeah, we do. We do. We just... We've done that before, not hit record. <laughs> uh, let's see. Big Bertha from Canada says, a five-star podcast. Overall, this is a great podcast. Overall. you know, just Overall. Not if, if you look really close, it sucks. But overall. <laughs> <laughs> Too many fart jokes. It's a great podcast. The stories are hilarious. Your reactions are hilarious. And you guys are hilarious. Everyone should Aww. listen to this podcast don't listen to all the people who write rad, bad reviews on us. They are dumb and they have no sense of humor. <laughs> keep, keep up the great work. Keep the stories coming. Big Bertha from Canada. Appreciate it. Love hearing yeah. from our Canadian brothers and sisters. Right. In the Northland. So, uh, I don't know. I think it's time for us to uh, do a quiz now. Quiznos. Hey. Quiznos. Where we quiz what you know. All right, Daryl has sent us a quiz, and um, it's it's pretty tough. It's a tough Uh one. It's mostly years. Like we have to guess years. Oh man! And it's a Pez. It's a Pez quiz. A Pez quiz? Yeah. I know nothing about Pez except that I saw the cutest Pez dispenser ever um, yesterday. It was yesterday. It was a Mandalorian Pez dispenser with a baby Yoda Pez dispenser miniature Aww. Pez dispenser next to him. Oh. And, and and when you flip his head back he holds out a little a little, a little candy. Something they can. A little candy. And I don't know how they miniaturized the Pez dispenser but it's it's spitting out full size candy. So Oh. Yeah. I don't know, but it, we couldn't find a price on it, so we didn't buy it. It was at <laughs> it was at uh, at, at uh, Cracker Barrel. So there you go. Oh, well, hey, plug for Cracker Barrel, and if uh, you know Cracker Barrel execs are listening, yeah, that one was for you. We could for do a free. giveaway. Send us some. We'll give them away. So, um, what year was was Pez candy invented? Nineteen twenty seven, nineteen thirty one. 1945 or 1924 see it's a little guessy my goodness yeah yeah actually i know the answer to this really you suck how do you know that (laughs) i don't i'm just lying (laughs) you would suck Um, so bad if you knew all right well you go first and i'll just say whatever you say because okay See, I believe it was actually 1924. 24. All right. You're when a hashtag. Pizorius. Yeah. I'm going to say 1945. No, that's a round number. Why would it be invented on a 45? It would be a... I don't know. I'm going to say a 27. And now I'm an exclamation okay. point. What year did Pez come to the United States? The year it was invented, because it was invented yeah. in the U.S. Rah! Now, of course, <laughs> everything's invented here. Uh, A, 1945, B, 1960, 1953, or 1955. Sometimes uh, multiple choice helps. Sometimes it yeah. makes no difference whatsoever. When it comes to dates, it's all, 
<laughs> it's all a guessing game. It's bad. Oh, you want me to go first again? Um, no, I'll go first this time. I, I'll say it came in 1955 because I like that. I like that number. I was going to say 1945. All right, you're probably right. Makes my right. well, it makes my guess for the first one way off though. So, mm. when did the Pez dispensers get feet? 1970, 1984. Yeah, they have a little feet. 1976 or 1967. I'm going to say 1967. Oh, what what the freak were they before they were had character heads? <laughs> it was just a, a piece of plastic with a bunch of candy in the it. The heck? What did a early <laughs> early Pez dispenser? What did an early Pez dispenser look like? I don't. Oh, I, oh, they they just they looked like a flick lighter. Wow. <laughs> They had no character heads on them. They just had a little flick, a little flick lighter like thing on the top of them. Huh. Weird. Yeah. Google it when you get a chance. It's uh Okay. Um, I don't want to cheat. Like I said, so. it's a piece of plastic with a bunch of stuff in it. When did they first get character heads? Nineteen fifty seven, fifty five, fifty nine, or fifty? I'm gonna say fifty just because it's a nice round number and I like it. I'm gonna say fifty nine. 59. How many candies fit in each dispenser? Well, that's weird. That's not a year. That's not a date. Yeah. It's 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 also I know that not everyone in the in the sleeve fits in the dispenser. I'm going to say uh well, it says 8, 14, 10 or 12. I'm going to say 12. Oh. I was going to say 12 too because I feel like All right. It's 12. That's okay. <laughs> Uh, number six, where is the biggest Pez convention held each year? Cleveland, Ohio, Atlanta, Georgia, Miami, Florida, or L.A., California? Hmm. There's a convention. There is. I'm, I'm going to say L.A. You know why? Why? Because there's more people there than there are in any of the other places that were mentioned. I'm going to say Atlanta, because if it's in Atlanta, then you are uh, you, you live near a dumb city. <laughs> I'm going to have to go to it then. Yeah. <laughs> what? I just came to this because I lost a quiz. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just here to see what the, they look like before character heads were invented. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm here to confirm my candy. feet, my feet theory. Uh, yeah. Number seven, what Pez dispenser was featured in an episode of Seinfeld? Now, see, I should know this one, but I don't. Santa Claus, Bugs Bunny, Tweety Bird, or the Easter Bunny? Oh, man. I don't know. I think it's a Tweety Bird. Uh, Tweety Bird. The Tweety Bird. <laughs> That's a terrible Seinfeld. Don't ever. Let's erase the last five seconds. <laughs> Can you hit that button that makes it sound like I never said anything? I could. Yeah. Golly. It would be easy to do. I'm going to say. Um, I've e never been Easter, so appalled. Easter Bunny. <laughs> try, you want to try so again? No, it's terrible. <laughs> It's the worst. <laughs> it's the better than mine. Trust me. <laughs> true, oh, yeah. true or false? Is such a thing as is there such a thing as a Pez gun? A true, B false. Oh man, I'm going to say true. 
I'm going to say true. Pez gun. Yes. Oh, man. Because if there isn't, I'm going to be disappointed. So I'm going to have to say true because I'm going to believe it. How many Pez candy flavors are there current and retired? Okay, because we're going to know that. Oh, man. 24, 45, 10, or 31? Um... I'm going to say 45, 45 There's flavors, 45 flavors. I'm going to go, I'm going to get close to Baskin Robbins. I'm going to say 31. Okay. And Baskin Robbins have 32. Um, 32 flavors. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I don't remember. Um, so number 10, what do you have when you have a huge collection of a single Pez character? What do you have? When you have a huge collection of just a single Pez character, a Pez squad, a Pez army, <laughs> a Pez club, or a Pez team. Or I'm, too much time on your hands. Yeah, I'm going to say <laughs> army. I'm going to, uh, what was it? It was army, squad, team. Or club. Club. I'm going to say club. Okay. I'm going to say you got a Pez club. All right, it's time to find out the answers, Let's and here we go. It. What year was Pez candy invented? It was invented in 1927. Did any of us say that? I did. You did. Yeah, I I was 24. Yeah, I get one point. What year did Pez come to the United States? 1953. None of us said that. None of us got a point there. But I was closest with 1955. Um, I don't know where they came from though. Where, where were they invented would have been a good, you know, follow-up question there. Um, probably England. Yeah. When did they first get feet? Oh boy. It's a lot more recenter than any of us could have ever thought. Really? Uh, 19, 1984. 84? 84. We failed. You know, a lot of great things happened in the eighties. Yes. Yes. And when did they first get character heads? They got them in 1957, and uh, neither one of us said that. But uh, you were closest with 1959. Well, can I have like a partial point? Because I haven't got anything on the board yet. No, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I would, but the rules are the rules. And there are Fine. strict strict uh, Quiznos rules, in effect. Okay. Um, how, how many candies fit in each dispenser we said 12 and the answer is 12 yes yes i feel like i've counted them before ah because you know when you gotta you gotta share with your friends you're like break out your pez thing like well i've got 10 friends that leaves me too (laughs) so actually i didn't have that many friends so never mind where is the biggest pez convention held each year atlanta freaking georgia i'm kidding kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding oh man (laughs) I want to have to sign up and go. It's Cleveland, Ohio, which neither one of us said. So, anyway. Wow. Yeah. I got something going on in Cleveland, Ohio. What Pez dispenser was featured in an episode of Seinfeld? You said Tweety Bird, and you were right. Yes. So, I got two. That puts you on top. No, I think we're tied. Oh, okay. We're tied. All right. We both got 12, or, or unless you've got one more than me, but. Oh, that's yeah. right. We both got 12, and then I got one before that. So. You got the first one. We're, we're, uh, we're, we're tied. 
Um, true or false, there's such a thing as a Pez gun. The chat room cheated and uh, posted a picture while we were doing our quiz. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. <laughs> and the answer is true. There is a uh, Pez gun, and both of us said yes. So Apparently, it's only 98 cents. Well, when I it bet was, you that came out in the 80s. I bet it ain't available anymore. <laughs> that looks like a for real gun, too. Yeah, kids holding it to their mouths and pulling the trigger. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, what was the logic there? <laughs> hey, here, open your mouth. I'm going to shoot this at you. <laughs> Somebody said, why would they sell that? <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing what they could sell. I mean, we, we bought candy cigarettes every birthday and, true. and pretended That's- to smoke the whole pack. <laughs> it's true but you know what i never bought real cigarettes and smoked them so i yeah. guess maybe yeah i, I never fell on either. the candy ones i never did either well number nine how many pez candy flavors are current and retired the answer is 31 and you got Ooh. it you got it john That's cool. 31 flavors i, I want to know what they are now i know and I want to know why they retired some. To me, they all kind of taste like chalk. Just a little bit <laughs> like chalk. <laughs> they do. They're not as good as Smarties, and they're not as good as Sweet Tarts. Yeah. They're just kind of pezzy. They're just, you know. Pezzy. Of course, I've never taken an entire sleeve of them and just crunched them all at one time. Maybe <laughs> maybe you get a, a rush of flavor. I don't know. Um, but that's not the way it's intended to be. It's supposed to be one at a time. Nope. So one at a time with you and your shot 11. from a little gun right into your face. <laughs> right. <laughs> be good. Number 10. What do you have when you have a huge collection of a single character? And you said Pez club. I said the right answer. Oh, Pez army, a Pez army, a Pez army. It makes sense. And they have heads and they have feet and they're standing together as an army. army. So I am the winner. Oh, you're the winner. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Or did we, or did we level out? Did we, I don't know if we leveled out. I think think we did actually. Now that I think about it, cause you, you just got, uh, 31 flavors and that pulled you ahead. And then I got Pez army, which makes us tied. So sorry about that. We tied. So we're together. Ty, you can you can take the you can take the credit. You do all the work. So well, like we we both quiz knows. And, and this was an excellent quiz knows. So thank you, well, uh, thank you, Daryl. Yes, good one. I I have a feeling that Daryl is actually a Pez dude, nerd, Pez collector. He's a Pez a nerd. Pezophile. <laughs> you call a person that collects him a Pezophile? <laughs> Pez. Pez. <laughs> It's terrible. I felt bad with Pez nerd, but Pez nerd. <laughs> well, because like an arctophile is a person that collects teddy bears, I think, or okay, something. Like that. So, all right, <laughs> I'm not going to say that again. <laughs> no. What's the button that makes it like you didn't say anything? <laughs> yeah, you got one of those on your on your. I need to get one installed on your side of the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a mute so button. You can you can censor yourself. I don't have I don't have all the I don't have the extra fingers required <laughs> for all the times we need to hit the button. But I uh, just need a little self control. Uh, let's do some listener stories. <laughs> okay. Today's stories are sponsored by BetterHelp.com. You know, uh, sometimes. You're trying to be happy. You're trying to be productive and things interfere with your happiness. 
something is preventing you from achieving the goals that you have. You go through a day and you're just not where you wanted to be at the end of that day. BetterHelp can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can talk about things. It's proven that when you talk about things, things get better. You can connect in a safe and private online environment because it's so convenient. You control every aspect. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling. And financial aid is available for those who qualify. The service is available for clients worldwide. So if you're hearing this, BetterHelp can help you. There's a broad range of expertises available, which may not be locally available in your area. So I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you will get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash that story show. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash that story show. And we'd like to thank betterhelp.com for sponsoring the program. We appreciate you. Thank you. I will say this though. The other day I was telling a friend of mine about BetterHelp because he was talking about this lady that needed counseling, but she didn't want the embarrassment of going to a counselor and people finding out that possibly she was going to get counseling. And, and so I mentioned, I said, you know, BetterHelp, it's actually a sponsor of our show and everything. So I I said, it's at betterhelp.com. And, and he's like, he's writing that down. And I said, and if she wants 10% off, just put that story show at the end. Of that. Yeah. Come on. But I felt Look so up. dumb because I'm like, because it's this lady that really needs help. And, and, and I was giving real information and then I'm like, and, and then just put that story show. So I just imagine this lady crying and tears coming down her face and she's typing it in as a last resort. And then she's typing in that story show.com or, or that story show at the end to, to <laughs> save herself 10%. But anyway, I don't know. It well, was just, you know, it, it was just weird to me because he, he laughed and I, I felt dumb. So oh, that's it. That's what it is. Then. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by skylight calendar. Let's be real. Running a household can be exhausting and chaotic and finding the perfect mother's day gift. It's not exactly a no brainer. Until now, the Skylight Calendar is the best way to organize the family and give everyone, especially mom, some peace of mind to enjoy the things that matter most. The Skylight Calendar is a smart, touchscreen calendar that keeps track of and manages the chores, dinner planning, groceries, and to-dos for the whole family. The Skylight Calendar automatically syncs each family member's digital calendars and displays them all together on one color-coded touchscreen. It even doubles as a digital picture frame, so you can finally share all those special moments that are just sitting on your phone. As a limited-time offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightcal.com slash easy. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home, and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. All right. 
Um, Koch rhymes with cook. That's the first story, and it comes to us from Mrs. Koch. Well, we'll find no, out I'm how still- it's really pronounced later on. Okay. On, on in in from Indiana, she says thanks for so much for your podcast. My husband introduced it to me after he heard about it on the Babylon Bee. And cool, yeah, it's awesome. We've been listening ever since, and I've recently been making regular car trips to visit my aging parents. And the stories keep me entertained on the three-hour drive each way. Wow, that's three episodes each way. Yeah, you get you could work through a lot of our stuff. Yeah, and and then you, and then you'll need counseling afterwards. So it, it does get a little dangerous when I'm laughing so hard I can barely see to drive. Oh, well, oh. I like to live on the edge. <laughs> we used to run a, a warning before the show. I remember that. We did. <laughs> Back in the good old days. Actually, they're all the good old days. As you know, living with an unusual last name can be tricky. I've heard you discuss how names like Kennison and Steinklopper can really trip people up. Yeah. It's like I automatically spell my name every time, everywhere yeah. I go. Just I do too. K N N I S O N. Although my last name is only boy. four letters, no one ever knows how to pronounce it. No one know, who hears it knows how to spell it. My name is spelled K O C H, and it's pronounced Cook to rhyme with book. Cook. Yeah. Huh. Cook. K- I wouldn't have guessed. K O C H. Yeah. There's no way in the world I'd have got that right. After nope. I learned, I learned after marrying into this name that there are actually six different regional pronunciations of K O C H. Cook to rhyme with book like mine. Koch to rhyme with crotch like the former <laughs> mayor of New York City. Oh, I don't get that, but I probably should. Uh, Coke like Koch. Pr- uh, like like the soft drink. Coke. Yeah. Coke. Oh, okay, I could see that. Yeah, Coke. Coach, like a person who leads a basketball team. Couch, like a piece of furniture. And believe it or not, Kofi, or Kof, to rhyme with loaf. I'm just glad I didn't get that one, she says. There are so many pronunciations, and most of them don't look the way they sound, so I don't get too upset when people say or spell my name incorrectly. However, it does raise my ire when someone tries to argue with me about it. You'd think people would know better. Really? They don't. About 10 years ago, I was employed in a physician's office, and even though my job was all about paperwork and I had no contact with patients, I was required to get tested for tuberculosis. Mm -hmm. So one day I drove over to the hospital where they did the testing, and I stopped at the check-in desk to let them know I was there. When the receptionist asked my name, I decided to make things easier by just showing her my work ID that had my name written on it. I figured that way I wouldn't have to spell it out three times for her, which is what usually happens when I say my name. She looked at the ID and she said, Oh, Koch. I smiled indulgently and said, actually it's cook. Now I wasn't too worried about it since I'd probably never was going to see this lady again, but nobody likes their names to be mispronounced. So I figured a gentle correction wouldn't hurt. However, the receptionist wouldn't leave it there. She looked at me incredulously and again said, Koch, as if I must be the one that was mistaken. At this point, I was getting a little upset and my smile faded, but I calmly repeated, no, trust me, it's pronounced Cook. Still holding my AD, she squinted her eyes at me and said slowly, it's Cook, but it's spelled Koch. Apparently, she thought I was the dumbest person in the world because she didn't know how to, she didn't think I knew how to pronounce my own name. 
My niceness had reached its end, but I promise I did not cuss her out or even raise my voice, but through clenched teeth and with all the civility I could muster, which wasn't a lot, I said, it is German, it is cook. The receptionist gave my ID back to me, and I swear she rolled her eyes. I finally got my TB test, and I'm sure the lady went home and told her family that night about the dumb lady who came into the office today that didn't even know how to say her own last name. In the 20 years I've been married, I've had a couple of, I've had to correct a lot of people, but this woman remains the only one who actually tried to argue with me about the pronunciation of my name. Thanks for reading, (laughs) Mr. Kennison and Mr. Steen Lauber. Oh, she said it wrong on both of them. Sorry. Mr. Kensington Kensington and Mr. Steen Lauber, Mrs. Koch, cook of Indiana. So, (laughs) Mrs. Cook. You, you know, being a German myself, I you know German descendant, you would think I would know how to say cook, but uh, I don't see cook. it. I, I wouldn't argue with her, but I don't see it. It's it's coach, coach. Wow. Well, Johnny could probably explain it to me because he's been taking German for a few years. So ah, I'll ask him. All right, I'll wait. Okay. I'm well, kidding. he's not. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna forget by the time I get home, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a story from Odette. And uh, so what? So what? That's the name of our story. All right. But it says, I was maybe around seven years old, and I had just heard of embroidery. Ooh. Embroidery. Such a fun word to say, embroidery. Yeah. I saw a fully embroidered blanket for sale at, at uh, Cracker Barrel yesterday. Was it a million dollars? No. It was just machine embroidered, but it was fully embroidered, and I thought that was pretty impressive. (laughs) Fully, fully. Well, that was, didn't, she says, I didn't know exactly what it was, so I decided to give it my best shot. So, with my parents' permission, I got a pillowcase, a needle, and thread, and I proceeded to sloppily embroider my dog's name into the pillowcase. Now, I didn't use any proper equipment, so I was just sewing. Halfway into the first dog name, I felt a little pressure on my finger that was under the pillowcase. I thought nothing of it, but I had trouble pulling the thread through. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to just recompose. I think something bad has just happened is all I'm saying. I think so, too. I, I, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I don't like the feeling of thread. It's a weird thing. I don't yeah. like the way that thread feels pulling, like running through your fingers, you yeah. know, like you take a piece of, th- I don't like the way that feels. <laughs> and I'm just imagining this because I thought nothing of it, but I had trouble pulling the thread through <laughs> after about two minutes of trying to yank the thread through. <sighs> it was stuck in what it was stuck in. I lifted my finger to my face and saw that I had stuck the needle up and through my skin. How did you not feel it? Through my skin, even though I wasn't bleeding, uh, I just I can feel that thread right now inside my my hand, Why? and I don't like the feeling. I wasn't bleeding; it seemed to hurt more when I looked at it. Well, yeah. I screamed for my mom, and when she came over, she started to scream for my dad <laughs> because she hates needles like I do. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, my hands hurt now they're getting kind of tingly when my dad came over he just calmly pulled it out as i looked in horror and shock at my finger 
There's a tiny scar to this day, even though there was no blood. Wow. Just a small seven-year-old overacting. And I still laugh about it to this day. I hope it makes it on the show. Oh! There you go, Adette. Oh, man. You know, it reminds <sighs> me of when my brother, or no, not my brother, my son, he took up whittling for a little while, and and Ooh. I got him some razor-sharp whittling tools. Actually, I got yeah. myself some, and I let him use them, but- um, yeah. There was just a point where he was he was going and it hit a snag and then it just slipped and I hear him just go oops and I look over and the top of his finger is just hinged <laughs> by a piece of skin. No, and it wasn't. He, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it was no. flapping like a toilet seat. <laughs> Why do you got to talk about it? <laughs> and uh, we probably should have taken him to get stitches, but it stuck. Probably. It stuck down. It stuck together. <laughs> <laughs> stuck and so we we just put a lot of band-aids on it and he still has a little circle scar around the tip of his finger um, i thought that was you that did i that. did it i did it too i took a flap off oh. of the pad of my finger but he took a flap off the tip of his finger so <sighs> yeah pretty gross does he have a weird fingerprint now i don't think so it's just oh, okay. it's just it was it happened when he was so little that it's it's just kind of shrunk Oops. as his finger has grown. So <laughs> my fingertips are all numb now. Thanks. This one's called a sticky situation from Mister Actor Kid in Seattle, Washington. Hello, Buzz Lightyear and Mister Voices. I like Ooh, that. I'll take that. I could. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, it's it's better than Fat Guy and Fart Boy or something. You know? Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you have seen a Christmas story. I have. Yes. Uh, just in case, it's about a kid who wants a gun for Christmas. <laughs> a Pez gun, perhaps? Ryan. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> a Pez gun. <laughs> You'll shoot your teeth out, kid. Yeah. Well, there's a scene where the kid's friend sticks his tongue to a flagpole and it gets stuck. Well, yes. there's a musical version of A Christmas Story, and I was in it. I was Ralphie, the gun kid. No I, way. I don't know if you noticed, but my name implies that I'm an actor. Well, I didn't get that. Oh, I just thought that was his first name, and his last name was Kid. <laughs> Mr. Actor Kid. Yeah, his name shall be Actor, and he will never act a day in his life. But uh, <laughs> anyway, my friend, let's call him Sticky, he played Flick, the tongue uh -huh. on the flagpole kid. <laughs> in the show, we gave Sticky a fake sticky tongue that he uses in the scene so, he wouldn't, so, so that it would stick to the pole. And he held the tongue in his teeth, and stuck it to the pole when it was time. And we didn't actually want anything but his tongue on... Uh, wait, wait. We didn't want him to actually put his tongue on the dirty, gross, germy, sticky, icky pole. But one night, all was well. And he stuck his tongue to the dirty pole. And he started to say his lines like, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. And suddenly, he must have opened his teeth too much while saying those lines. Because the tongue flopped out of his mouth. And it was still stuck to the pole. <laughs> it was very disturbing. Yeah. Especially for the audience who didn't know that it was a fake tongue. <laughs> People shouting and running out of the room. Children crying, hugging their parents. Mom, mom. And mom's yelling, dad, dad. So, uh, but wait, it gets better. Uh, oh, really? The, the tongue fell off the pole and onto the ground. <laughs> and there was still a bunch of lines and songs left about him and his tongue. So, <laughs> so as a last resort, my friend Sticky stuck his own real tongue to the 
to the sticky, ugly, germy, icky pole. We were all a little disturbed and frightened, but we went on with the two scenes and an entire song. Now, the best part about this was that after the song, Sticky wrapped paper around the fake tongue to imply that he was bleeding. Now, the fake tongue was on stage on the ground, and he had to come out with paper around his real tongue. Yet again, (laughs) he had to wrap paper around it. His tongue hurt, and he could only taste paper for the whole day. (laughs) Paper, though, is better than tasting icky, sticky, gross, germy poles. He was so embarrassed, he turned into a bat and flew away. Hope this makes it on the show. Yes. Mr. Actor Kid, Seattle, Washington. So. Oh, that was good. That would be a fun play to watch. Especially, Especially when he pulled off that pole and that tongue, his tongue stayed on the pole. Oh, my God. Yes. The kid, I, I, if he was playing actor, I mean, like he was really acting, that he would have had to have started screaming and running around. <laughs> yeah. He'd have to ah. bit his real tongue so he could get some blood going and just start. <laughs> oh, my God. My tongue is hot. And anyway. that's why you don't stick your tongue on poles. That's right. It doesn't work. Or have you ever had an ice cube grab a hold of your lip? Yes. Yeah. Similar similar situation. Yeah. Yeah. You don't ever ask for it, but it happens. All right. It does. Uh croutons. That's what this one's called. It's from Sawyer King. It's a voicemail. And it goes a little something like this. Hey James. Hey John. It's Sawyer again. Hey. And today I have an episode that just happened to me actually. So I was uh, giving my dog some water, and then all of a sudden I spilled the water. So I was going to say crap, but I couldn't use my mom. I have a four-year-old brother, so my mom is uh, when my four-year-old brother starts saying it. Yeah. So I, I went like, croutons. And then some of my brothers now saying, holy croutons. You guys enjoy the story. That's good. And mom's not happy, I guarantee you. It's the attitude of the heart, Sawyer. And by God, that little boy thinks he's saying crap. I don't care what he says. Holy croutons (laughs) is his crap. Croutons. Could have given him a better word like Christmas, you know? That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Holy Christmas. So, (laughs) anyway, good luck with that. Your intro to swearing course that you're giving your. Your little brother. (laughs) This one is called Pretend Pilfer um, from Henry. He says, hello, James and John. I have a story that took place over the summer of 2020 that was truly scary for me. I am am in middle school, so you can play the sound. Okay. All right. We'll do it. Um, uh, um, Dang it. uh, Move out of the way, stupid. Um, Um, Usually that sound is reserved for people that write like middle schoolers, but this one is actually very well written. I was hiking with my mom and a friend and their mom, and the hike passed by several campsites, one of which was occupied by a young couple who I now feel very bad for. (laughs) My friend and I, going ahead of our parents, passed the campsite and waved to the couple politely and eventually arrived at the end of the hike and waited for our parents. The real story took place on the way back when my friend and I passed by the campsite again. I looked at the campsite to my left, and it was completely empty, So naturally, being a middle school idiot boy, I decided to say, there's so much stuff we could steal here. (laughs) Uh I said this to my friend, looking at everything at the campsite. My friend, who was also to my left, looked scared. 
This reaction did not add up in my head. I had just made a joke, obviously. Then all of a sudden, I hear a chuckle to my right. I turn my head and realized that the couple had set up hammocks on the opposite side of the trail just behind us. <laughs> they both looked at me with smiles on their faces. I have never run so fast in my life. <laughs> Holy, <laughs> Holy hurry, run! Thank you. Hope this makes it on the show. Henry. <laughs> That's so good. Well, I don't know why he would feel sorry for uh for the people, the young couple there. Why would why feel bad for them? Oh my gosh. Middle schoolers are so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> They're just learning. They're, it's like turning two years old again and everything's new and they have all yeah. these powers and they don't know how to use them. And yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's okay. It's so, you know, we, we were all in middle school once, except for those of you who are in, you know, not in middle school yet. Yeah. You'll get there, you'll get and you'll there. understand what we're talking about. And maybe you can bypass it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just become homeschooled and be middle school forever. <laughs> oh mercy! Take it easy now. I, uh, I got two homeschool boys. I'm just saying that, that sometimes middle school, I mean homeschool kids, they, they, they don't get socialized properly. I'm not saying it's everybody, but some kids don't get socialized properly and they stay in middle school's mode a lot longer than they should. That's all. They I'm retain saying. their innocence is what they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. Yes. <laughs> and they, they learn a, a healthy dose of respect and kindness and <laughs> good naturedness. Yeah. And, and it <laughs> serves them so well in real life later on. I, I That's because I, they go to manage Chick-fil-A's and yeah. run the <laughs> There's I'm only operating. certain jobs that they're allowed to do after that. But anyway, <laughs> they're good spellers uh, with terrible handwriting. That's what I've always said. <laughs> good spellers with terrible handwriting. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually, that's actually, yeah. <laughs> actually, my son, James is, John's a good speller and he's got awful handwriting. <laughs> James has good handwriting, but he's a terrible speller. Well, there you go. <laughs> ah, sorry. I digress. My yes. kids are great. Yeah, middle school, we love homeschoolers. We we we, we are, do. We are fans of homeschoolers. So definitely, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. We uh, even have a song for you. So where does your son go to school? <laughs> so there you go. Hmm. Well, our next story doesn't happen in homeschool, but it does happen in school. You want to hear it? Yeah. Wait. This one. This one has got a, a great title. It's called "Microwavable Love." Who's it from? It comes to us from Disney Evans, which is a made-up name, by the way. Is it okay? Yeah, because well, I I really like it, and now that it's made up, I like it even more. <laughs> I made it up myself. Did you? Yeah, because this is to protect the innocent. Yes, it is. Because she comes well, from a small town. You'll see. You'll see. We'll see. Okay. Well, here we go. Hi, James and John. I've got a story for you guys that I keep meaning to send in, but I keep forgetting. So here you go. Also a quick request. I go to a very small school <laughs> and I would prefer to remain anonymous so that nobody is damaged by the retelling of what went down. It should be called middle school drama, but it happened at my high school. So I'm not sure what to call it. What happened though was this. It was the beginning of my sophomore year and I had just been made a school ambassador. For anyone who doesn't know, a school ambassador is a person in the school government whose job is to welcome new students, you know, be friendly and such. Mm. Taking my job seriously, I resolved to start a conversation with one of the new freshmen at lunch one day. Our cafeteria has a whole wall of microwaves. Wow. 
And there's a guy who's laying on top of a stove trying to install his microwaves <laughs> and he turns them on. <laughs> no, sorry. Um, uh, and while I was warming up my soup, I asked one of the incoming students standing next to me what they thought of ninth grade so far. Um, it's been, it's pretty good. I already have my first crush on a girl. So that's awesome. He said, keep in mind, I was a total stranger to this kid. I think he just <laughs> saw a random female upperclassman and decided, Hey, she'd be great to talk to about crushes. Oh, that's cool. I said awkwardly, unsure what to say to such a personal confession. Yeah, she doesn't like me, though, the boy said, putting his food in the microwave next to mine. That's a bummer. The boy looked at me, grateful for the support. I mean, she won't even talk to me. My microwave beeped, and thankful for the excuse to leave the conversation, I just said, that's rough. You should probably try to talk to her. Sorry, dude. I tried to walk away with my food. Hey, the boy said, do you like nerds? <laughs> random there. No, he says... Like like the candy. Yeah. I turned around. Yeah, right. <laughs> bowl of soup. And, yeah, right. Because You know what? His first crush was probably Disney. Her, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to profess his love right now because <laughs> he's a nerd. And No, he says, like the candy. I turned around, bowl of soup in hand. Sorry, not a fan. I tried to leave again, but froze when I heard him speaking again, fearing he would try to continue the conversation. Thankfully, he did not and instead tried to start a conversation with the entire cafeteria. He raised a box of nerds above his head triumphantly and screamed loudly to everyone in the room, Does anyone want my nerds? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Nobody responded. Desperate much? (laughs) I wonder what school he transferred from. Uh, 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 Probably an even smaller one, apparently. (laughs) Maybe homeschool. (laughs) Thinks he's talking to his brothers and sisters. They would want my nerds. I mean, I would have been, I was too bashful. You know, you work kind of similar in that we don't like to draw attention to ourselves. Yeah. Raising my voice in any large crowd is never going to be the thing I'm going to do unless I'm on a stage and it's my intention to get people's. Right. Right. Ah, but Disney Evans, fake name, slow says, I slowly backed away feeling a bit sorry for the boy who was also understating why his, but also understanding why his crush had decided not to engage in conversation with him. That day I realized I might not be cut out to be a school ambassador. Yeah. You think (laughs) (laughs) her thought was, please, I got to get away from this guy. Anyway, she says, thanks for reading. Hope this makes it on the show. All right. I did. And, uh, Disney, we have changed your name, and I think I have created probably the best name for a girl ever, Disney Evans. Disney Evans. I like it. It's better than Lucy. I, we need a female named Disney. It just it just needs to happen, and that's well, why I created it. I feel, I, mean, I feel like Frankenstein. I created a creature of my own <laughs> creation, and instead of a horrible, gross monster, I've created a beautiful name. So Disney yes. Evans- Disney Evans. Live. 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 She's alive. She's alive. You know, he never says that in the book ever. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. It's genius, actually, because he has a method for making them live, but he never uh, explains it because he says it has to remain secret and go with him to the grave so that no one will ever duplicate it. And so uh. the author is genius, so she never has to explain how. Yeah. 
It's amazing. It's either lazy or genius. Yeah. I'm going to say genius. I, 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 I'm going to stick with that too, because Frankenstein's monster is, is a, is a timeless classic. Well, that is all the time that we have for today. Our show has come to an end. Do you have a funny life story? I mean, have you ever had someone argue with you about how your name is supposed to be pronounced? Have you ever sewn your finger and not even noticed it or had a fake tongue malfunction during a stage production of A Christmas Story? I don't know. Have you ever tried to steal stuff from a campsite and everybody was right behind you? I don't know. Whatever your story is, send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we use your story, we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and um, don't sit on a lit stovetop. <laughs> yeah, just a, a just a suggestion. This Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. You can speak now. Thanks, James. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, mm. I want to be an ambassador at a school and ask. Yeah, I, I could never do that job school. ever. Go up to people that I'm not supposed to that I'm supposed to talk to and try to talk to them. No way. Yeah, I need. I would. I would like to have an ambassador come talk to me, but I because mm. I I'm not an icebreaker. You know, mm. not my I'm, thing I'm a heartbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.